When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So as the title of this video suggests, I want to pose the question, are you prepared for a collapse of the digital financial system? Now, if you count yourself as a resident of Europe, this is probably something that you've been thinking about these past couple of days, and you know exactly why I'm making this video. If you live stateside or, or somewhere else in the world, Maybe you heard this bit of news over this past week and maybe not, but on Friday afternoon, probably the worst time of the week for it to happen, Visa, their their entire systems crashed. And of course, Visa is the, the giant uh, card services, you know, debit cards, credit cards. Maybe they just do credit cards. I'm not sure. Um, it, it crashed. And all of a sudden, people that had these cards could no longer use them at know at the gas station at the supermarket wherever they were using them now mastercard american express i don't know if they have discover all of those services were still up and running in fact some of these visa cards supposedly people said they were still working but but as a whole they were not and you know this only lasted for a couple hours and yet there was there was a decent amount of pandemonium there was there was panic people thinking you know was i hacked was there was there identity theft is there something bigger at play here um some you know gas station supermarkets whatever pubs in england they basically said you know we're not we're not going to accept any cards you know i think people were just lining up and and you know they were trying to use their cards and you know each time they were using cards and it doesn't work you know there's a whatever a 30 second wait for to to make sure it doesn't work and eventually they basically said we're just going to accept cash because these lines are getting too long or or maybe other other card services at certain locations weren't working I think it's an important reminder of, of just how fragile our digital banking system was. And, and, and of course, Visa, you know, they, they kind of made a statement. They basically said this was a hardware issue. This was something with their own network that had gone awry. And, and it was, you know, localized to, to regionalized to, to Europe, at least. And it wasn't a worldwide issue. But, I mean, there are a lot of different scenarios in which this can happen. Of course, software and hardware issues specific to a bank or, or something like a Visa or MasterCard services, Discover, American Express, etc. Um, but, but there's other things as well. I think uh, right off the bat, what a lot of people were thinking when, when Visa went down was, you know, was this some sort of um, a hack or, or, or a cyber attack? So is this cyber warfare? And of course, you know, when we think of cyber warfare and electronics, we think, you know, the Russians or, or the Koreans or the Chinese, whatever, they're going to hack our power grid. And of course, there's always talk about how we need a hardened power grid, both physically and you know as far as software and hardware goes for for the the digital aspect of it and there's some truth to that but a lot of people don't think about you know what what would happen if they got into our um, financial system what would happen if they got into our digital financial system and and how would that affect our economy and perhaps maybe one of the most likely things to happen that that would bring down an area's um, digital financial system would be just an old-fashioned power outage, and of, of course, you know this could be this could be larger. This could be uh, an EMP being detonated over the the east or the west coast. This could be um, again cyber warfare taking out an entire power grid. This could be something on that scale, but it could be something as simple as an earthquake or or a, a hurricane. You know, that's obviously an exceptional event, but still something 
maybe a little bit more likely or, or, or something you can at least see coming. But, you know, you have to ask yourself if, you know, you did not, if, if all the cards that are in your wallet right now, if those are no longer working, what, what do you have to spend? I mean, we, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're big fans of, of silver and gold here, but do you think that you would have had any luck going to the supermarket with a couple ounces of silver? Or, or a quarter ounce of gold and, and, you know, bring your groceries up to the checkout and say, here's some, some metals. No, probably not. I mean, sure. If, if, you know, there's a situation where the power or the financial system is down for a long enough period of time, this could be, I'm talking several days, probably into the week range. Um, yeah. Then, then the barter economy becomes a little bit more of a reality, but over the short term hours and days, it's cash. I mean, cash is king once again. You know, as much as I'm I'm not a proponent of, of the U.S. dollar, there is some real value to having cash in such a scenario. In fact, not only is it something that you can use to to you know get by, but but you can really set yourself forward. You can you can really give yourself um, a bit of an advantage early on if if this is a really serious event. Okay, so for example, let's say you live on the east coast okay it doesn't matter big city small city whatever and all right the east coast is victim of an emp and this sounds like a crazy scenario you know you can replace it with something else for your specific whatever but let's say this is what happens all right and and you know all the the electrical grid goes down and you know let's say you you have an inkling that something isn't right right that this isn't just you know your power outage but but you're also noticing that the 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 cellular networks are down that the emergency broadcast radio is down that a lot of essential um government services are not working you know um you know the the big government buildings or or maybe even some of the supermarkets or whatever their generators aren't on they aren't working computers you know maybe even large computers laptops or whatever cars who knows might not be starting you never know depending on how how big this is and and you get this idea in your head that this is more than just a small power outage all right all right great you're mentally prepared maybe that's the most important thing that you can have you know more important than cash or guns or precious metals or anything you're mentally prepared but from there you have a window of time where you you know something's wrong when when there's gonna be a lot of other people that are either a panicking or b thinking that that the the government emergency services whatever are going to swoop in and and save the day when in reality this is something that will take um the 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 entire country months years to recover from if if ever i mean let's be honest this is this is an exceptional event so what you can do let's say you have um you know let's say you don't have any cash use of cards all right you you're stuck i mean sure you can barter for stuff down the line over the short term maybe but but you cannot go to the gas station and fill up your tanks you cannot go to the supermarket and 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 load up your cart with you know an extra cart worth of of, of food, which you know again that could, that could be an extra couple of weeks of survival, right? You could feed an extra person for for the duration of this event with that amount of food. If you don't, if all you have is cards, you're out of luck. But if you have you know twenty dollars in cash, it's better than nothing. Forty, sixty, you know, a hundred dollars in cash, two hundred dollars in cash, five hundred dollars in cash, you can do something with that you can go to the supermarket and you can fill up your cart with whatever right you can fill it up with 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 a bunch of canned goods and 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 some some starches maybe some medical supplies and and you know non-perishables and hey guess what 
they're probably going to take that cash, you know, if they're open. This might just be a gas station that's open at this point. Maybe, you know, the Walmart isn't. Um, but but you can use that cash. You can get worthwhile supplies. And, and that's going to go a long way towards helping you weather this storm. Okay. I'm talking before the crowds show up to Walmart, right? Before gas stations are being looted and, 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 you know, people are just pumping the gas, you know, straight out of, out of the tank or whatever, you know, however it's working, you know, I'm talking before that, you know, there's gonna be a huge line of of people waiting to fill up their tank and they're going to realize their cards aren't working or whatever. You know, maybe that line will disappear. Maybe you have to cut to the front and say, Hey, I have cash. And and they're going to say, all right, you can, you know, and who knows, maybe gas pumps wouldn't be working, you know, if, if, if the entire power grid went out. But again, um, this doesn't have to just be a power grid type thing. This can be the financial system. This can be, a, uh, some sort of a, a, a um, a cyber security type threat an, an attack on, on our financial system here in the United States or Europe. This can be, um, this can be just the entire financial markets kind of just seizing up. I mean, what happens if, if a major bank, you know, there's a, a run, a digital run on the banks, not, not talking about us going to the banks, but, but a digital run on the banks. Um, and, and it kind of spreads from one to the next. And all of a sudden it doesn't matter if Visa or MasterCard are working because your bank account, you have, you have no access to that because your bank is more or less insolvent that, that money isn't there. Um, and you know, maybe this gets so bad that, that even the central banks, they do their best to try and step in, but this is something that they cannot fix in a short period of time. You know, another thing to keep in mind, you know, in Europe, when this happened, you know, from from what it sounds like the ATM services were still working. And, and with this being a Friday afternoon, who knows if the banks were open or not, but but, you know, a lot of people went to the ATMs, but I'm guessing eventually those ATMs probably ran out of money. And, and if they didn't, you know, over this short span of time, a matter of hours, as far as I know, they certainly probably would have been out of money by the next day. Maybe you could have gotten to the bank. I don't know if banks are open on the weekend in Europe, but, but, you know, um, they're, they're slowly being open more and more here in the United States uh, on the weekends, Saturdays or whatever, but, but maybe you could have gone in and, and try to get cash early on that way. But, you know, how much cash do banks keep on hand? Not not a whole lot, right? I mean, think of, of a large city, let's say a million people. All right. And, and think of all the physical locations of banks and ATMs in that city. Okay. The cash that they have on hand is just a fraction of what that city needs in terms of, you know, the financial transactions that they're making, the consumers, the, the companies, whatever it is, it's just a fraction of, of the demand. And that cash supply is going to dry up pretty fast. Okay. As, as weird as this sounds, you know, this could be some sort of a, a deflationary situation for a short period of time where cash is, well, it's all of a sudden a lot more valuable than, than maybe you and I might think in, 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 in a, in a economic type crisis, we're thinking, you know, hyperinflationary cash is going to be worthless, but you know, the, there are situations where, you know, if, if the cash supply in a region dries up and, and all of a sudden, you need cash if, if you want to buy gas or, or groceries or whatever. It's it's kind of a deflationary thing. You know, all of a sudden the dollars is worth a lot more over a short period of time. Now, obviously long long term, there are other considerations. Eventually, you know, even in these situations, cash is gonna be it's gonna slowly erode in value until it, it becomes, you know, basically worthless. You know, unless order is kind of restored and the financial system's kind of restored it's it's basically going to be worthless because 
you know, people realize, you know, cash is not that big of a deal if there's not really government around to, to kind of back it, I guess, right? And, and all of a sudden, we, we kind of resort to more of a, a barter system, right? And that's when, when things like food, water, uh, guns, fuel, and of course, silver and gold really kind of move into a, a much better position, right? All of a sudden, silver and gold make sense. But over that short period of time, this is something I think a lot of people forget. Cash, there are a lot of great reasons to keep some physical cash on hand. So, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. If you were in Europe during this period of time, tell me your story. I mean, it's it's not like a crazy traumatic story. It was a pretty short period of time, but but give me some observations from, from friends, family, even just walking down the street and, and seeing people panic or, or just kind of confused right did you find yourself to be maybe at an advantage for at least you know the, the reason being that that you're mentally prepared for such an event let me know down below in the comment section as always i'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching this video or listening to this podcast of course i'm i'm moving my stuff to podcast format as well um there's there's a handful at them on already um anchor uh let's see what other ones do we have here i think uh Ditcher, I think it's called. Um, I'd have to find exactly what uh, what platforms I moved on. Let's see here. I, I went through Anchor, and basically, this is a website that's going to... It basically sets you up with a bunch of different podcast formats, and eventually, I think it'll have me on Google Play or, or Android right now, but, but or, or Android... Um, yeah, it's Google Play, and then the, like the, uh, Apple, the iTunes, or whatever. Right now, I'm on, I think, Pocket Cast. I want to say something like Stitcher or something like that. Um, but, but yeah, I just thought I could give you guys a heads up. I know I had somebody, uh, comment about this the other day. So as always, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.